What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Adam K, the brewmeister. They've moved my dad four times already this year, and I used to be over by the window, and I could see the squirrels, and they were married. And the lovely Lady M. If you want me to wear 37 pieces of flair like your uh, pretty boy over there, Brian, why don't you just make the minimum 37 pieces of flair? Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Broadcasting from the main cigar lounge to a packed crowd here in Boynton Beach, Florida. How's it back today? It's going crazy in here. <laughs> that being said, we had an off week. It's good to be back. I'm here with my crew, Adam K., the brewmeister. Ahoy, hoy. And the lovely lady, M. Good morning. Now, I had a very interesting meeting yesterday, actually. I met a friend of Adam's. Mm-hmm. A real friend? He claims it, yeah. Interesting. He actually admits it. He's, okay. Yes, he's a legitimate friend. He, but this guy is like was super normal. Tell me more. No, he was. He was uh, Adam recommended me a guy who's in the landscaping business. I want to do some work around the house. And it's a friend of his. And he came over and I actually said, "Actually, a friend of Adam's." Oh no, I've known him yeah for a few years now. And yeah, we get together every cigar every now and then. And you know, the guy just had triplets. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. Triplets. Oh, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, he's got a five-year-old girl and triplets now, but super down-to-earth guy. It's very hard to believe you actually. You must spend very little time with this guy. Why is it difficult to believe that I have other associates that I hang out with? I didn't say associates. Work? I believe you have plenty of associates. Yeah. It's the word friend that he admitted to using. That How I have is that difficult? With. Inconceivable. It is inconceivable. It really is. Uh, so that was no. I'm Adam's friend though. Outside of the workplace, Adam and I are friends too. Nope, he's looking at. I kind of doubt it too. Yeah. Yeah. Adam and I used What's to. Ha- no, special no Adam and I used to hang out a lot more, and then once this all started happening down here in Boynton, I don't know. Something happened. He became way too cool to hang out with me. He's like way too high up. Because Adam would come out with me and my friends. He would come over. We'd hang out. We'd go out for drinks regularly. Well, I think what happened is, you know, you started getting involved with Duncan and his dream was over. So he just said, why waste yeah. time? Duncan and I are friends. We went out. Does yeah. Duncan claim him as a friend? Yeah. Wow. He would come out for, like, my best friend's birthdays and stuff. But yeah. now he's just too cool. I, I stopped getting invited. 
Oh, that's not okay. I'm going to extend the invite. Then we next got time. the Adam Pity party going on. No, I'm, I'm uh, just saying. I only go where I'm invited. Adam doesn't care. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> Another strange thing this week. I got a week of strange stuff today. You know, I had surgery last week, so I was home all week. Got a lot of TV time in with the kids. Yeah. And I saw a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I found it very disturbing. What cartoon was a it? A few minutes into the cartoon, I realized they're calling this girl Dora. So I said to my daughter, I said, what show is this? She's like, this is Dora the Explorer. You're not familiar with Dora the Explorer? Is it's, it? it's a teenage Dora. They're growing the cartoons now. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. She's like, you know, on the verge of puberty now. Long hair, oh. you know, six feet tall. Is she with her new boy, Pablo, who hangs around and everything. Is she going to start, uh, you know, getting into grunge or, you I, know, I, I don't uh, know. But weird stuff? Or? Do you not, I mean, do you not find that? meat in here? Do you not find that, like, a little weird? Why in the world? I mean, would what she, what she going to do? She could get pregnant next. Going to get knocked up by Pablo? It, I just. Does she still have the monkey? No. They got rid of the monkey. Yeah, man. It's like this. She's grown up. Dora. It was just. It was, it was so weird. It was so surreal. Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Can like, I? They don't even call it Dora the Explorer anymore. It's Dora and Friends. How weird is that? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I. I I guess you know? they have to. Kind no, of it's, I've never seen that done. It's like, ever. hey, Arnold, like, grown up. It's, it's like, Doug. Uh, that just, it was just, it was a weird moment. It was a weird moment for me. That's why weekend. people make cartoons, so you never have to age them. It's why The Simpsons have been on for 20 years. Yeah. Bart hasn't become a teenager. I mean, it's just, it's just weird for a cartoon. Because once they turn teen, like, the kids turn, I mean, the kids grow up, and they're no, they're no longer interested in Dora let, at 13. Let, let me tell you something. The reality is, to any real show that uses real people that's evolved around children, the biggest weakness is the kid growing up. You know, you see it happen in Two and a Half Men, and, you know, uh, you know anything as well, because the cuteness are in the kids. When they grow up, eh, they're not so cute no more. Why would you do it to a cartoon? So, I don't know. Super strange, super weird. Freaked me out a little bit, you know. Just, just kind of... Can I ask you a question? You can. When you hear sirens on the road, ambulance, what do you do? We're supposed to pull over again, yeah. the way. I'm right here at the intersection. The siren is coming through. Everybody's still going. That's a Florida thing. What? I think do the drivers not understand? don't. Their hearing aids can't make it through the glass of the car. So they can't hear sounds outside the glass. I. We just you, lost all our listenership over 65. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, but it's. They a fact. all just walked out. The it's door. the truth. Not my fault. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen it. I grew up in the Midwest in Illinois. I'm telling you, man. A mile away, all the cars will pull over. Always, always. Here, if they're not in the same lane, they'll just keep driving. Yeah, I don't get I, it. I, it's crazy. It I, really annoys me. I just noticed that when I moved to Florida. Yeah, it's I just had to say that. Crazy. All right. Well, uh, that being said, uh, interesting uh, week. Anything uh, we had a best of last week? We got a great show for you this week. We got a lot of guys this week. We got uh, David Keene from the Washington Times, who wrote a very interesting article. That we're going to talk about, and Patrick Hess from the Huffington Post, another one. Also, uh, here to talk about the newest hit cigar that everybody seems to be talking about in the industry, Eric Espinosa for our Meet Your Maker segment. So, mm-hmm. should be very cool, very, very interesting. And uh, before we hit the break, I'm going to touch base. Did you hear the latest practical joke I played on Emily? Uh, when, when did you do this? This happened like the day, a week ago. A week ago. It was actually a week ago today. Oh, are you the, talking the about joke pe- happened. the peppermint? The peppermint? Oh, this is great. Listen to this. This is a great joke. I'm, I'm, I'm a master practical joker. I Complex schemes. So I had 
bariatric surgery last Friday. That's why we didn't have a show. Okay. So I got all the pain pills, the pre-op, the post-op pills, and Emily's running across the street to uh, Publix to get us the medicines. And I get a couple, you know, I get Vicodin for after the surgery. All right. So she opens up and looks at it, and the, no, she goes, she was flying Saturday morning, and she has a bad leg. She had like 18 ACL surgeries on her knee. So she's like, can I get two Vicodin for my flight tomorrow? And I'm really not a pain pill guy. I hate to really take them unless I really need them. So I'm like, yeah, here, sure. And, and they had red dots on them. So she goes to me, why do these pills have red dots on them? So without even hesitation, I said, oh, they're peppermint Vicodin. And she's like, what? I'm like, they're peppermint. They're chewables. She, Get out of here. No, I, 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 listen, I'm having bariatric surgery. I can't take a pill after surgery. I can barely get anything down my throat. These are dissolvable pills. You chew them in your mouth and they dissolve. They're peppermint flavor. And she's like, are you serious? Literally, this gets better. She goes online to find out if there's a peppermint <laughs> Vicodin. She doesn't find anything about it. I'm like, I'm sure they don't advertise. I'm sure it's something special for bariatric <laughs> surgery. People, I mean, people have surgery where they can't swallow medication. You know, it's made to dissolve in your mouth. So she leaves here not really believing me. I didn't. I was like, not really believing me. I was like 99% but, sure. But like, in the back of her head, there was a possibility because it all made sense. It was so perfect. Yeah. And why were they red speckled, you know? <laughs> so this is great. I don't bring nothing up. Saturday morning, I'm in the pre-op. It's like 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. in the pre-op. I'm flying. She's driven to fly. She texts me, whatever. And, you know, she says to me, whatever you do, don't chew the Vicodin. <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. This gets better. So I'm assuming that she's already done it, but what do I do? I hold fast to the course. So I reply, well, why? What flavor were they? Because she said it was, it, was, it was ugh. I said, what flavor were they? So when I said that, she said, well, maybe this guy's serious. Because I didn't chew it She yet, didn't chew it yet. Point. So after I send that text, she decides to throw it in her mouth and play and start chewing the Vicodin, <laughs> which, of course, was nasty as hell. She starts so texting gross. me back all this day. And I'm in the hospital pre-op room laughing so hard, I'm crying. And I can't even explain it to anybody. So, yes, I got Lady M to chew a piece of Vicodin. I need another one for my head, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always fun here at Kiss My Edge Radio. All right, folks, big stuff ahead. We're going to have Travis Lindsay of Blogger's Corner right after the break. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. 
Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a nine. 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. This is Eddie Ortega. I'm the original South Beach Cracker, and I listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. The lovely lady M here. I want to invite you to join me and the girls of Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge inside the prestigious PGA National Resort. Four. Enjoy your favorite cigar while relaxed in a comfortable lounge setting of plush leather chairs and flat screen TVs. Open daily and late night, Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge has a full walk-in humidor, full liquor service, and complimentary valet services provided. For more information on Smoke In's Monte Cristo Lounge at the PGA National Resort, visit www.smokein.com. Smoke In, continuing the cigar journey like no other. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as a unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Is it the grown-up version of Criss Cross? Did they grow up and redo their song? 
Didn't they originally do this jump? No. This is House of Pain. House of Pain, that's right. What did Chris Cross have? DJ uh, Cool. What, what was it? This is DJ Cool. DJ Cool. I know, but what was the song that Chris DJ Cross had with the kids? Um, they did something. Jump. It was Jump, right? They had a song called Jump, too, yeah. House of Pain, too? Yeah. There you go. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. We are uh, here at Kiss My Ass Radio with my gang, Adam K. and the lovely lady. I mean, here at Kiss My Ass Radio, we are givers and love to give away great stuff every week. If you're not currently following us on Facebook and Twitter, you should, because every Friday we post a social media word. And if you're the first person who, not the first, but the tenth person who calls in after you hear that social word, media word, we will give you a five-pack of the newest La Ranja Cigars by Espinosa Cigars. Awesome little five-pack you can get yourself if you call in when you hear the word. If you don't know what it is, jump on our Facebook or Twitter and find out. And, of course, our sponsors, fine folks over at Zycar making lighters and cutters guaranteed for life, surely to make your smoking experience the best it can be. Lady M, what are the fine folks at Zycar giving away to our loyal listeners this week? This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound, you are going to go home with an X8 black cutter. And also this Zycar Travel Humidor case. This oh, is a beautiful case yeah. for all of your cigar travels. That's a dirty... That, I think it's like a 30 to yeah. 50 cigar. No, it's not a 50. 30. It's at least 25 to 30 in there. 20, yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, I would have found out before I did the show, but yeah. It's well, it's, like that, it's yeah. 25 to 35, I believe, to be exact, or 28 to 32 or something. 28? Like She's making up numbers. I am. 36? <laughs> and I'm also going to throw in um, to the humidification uh, crystal sticks mm-hmm. as well. Very so nice. over $100 iCar prizes. Easy. So uh, be the 10th caller when you hear that sound, and uh, you will definitely win that great and wonderful prize. All right, bloggers have become a big part of the industry. Some of them are good. Some of them are just awful. But either way, we have them on this show. This week, <laughs> we have Travis Lindsay from theperfectdraw.com. Travis, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, thanks very much, Abe. So which one am I? Am I one of the good ones or the bad ones? We'll, we'll let you know. Ask. We'll let you know. Ask me that in about 10 minutes. <laughs> the, okay. The fact, that you, no, the fact that you're willing to ask already puts you in the upper category. Well, that's good to know. So, Travis, first off, tell our listeners a little bit about your site. When did you start it? Well, I started The Perfect Draw back in, I think, like late 2008, early 2009, and I started it as part of a school project uh, in my uh, university program. And I really liked doing it, so I just kept on doing it. Uh, I haven't been doing too much lately, but... Uh, after uh, smoking the cigar that I'm going to review for you today, I think I might start back up. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and uh, your site, basically, um, do you have a rating system? How do you score your cigars on your site? Well, I try to model it as much as I can off of the Cigar Aficionado rating system just because I think people are more familiar with it. And so I use the 100-point system. Uh, pretty much everything 90-plus I really think highly of. And, uh, I mean, pretty much every cigar you can find something good about. So uh, I, I don't go very harsh on most cigars uh, when, when I rate them. And how often do you rate cigars? Uh, well, do you have a certain was, schedule that you review? Do you try to get so many in a week, a month? Yeah. Uh, when I was doing it uh, more frequently, I would try to get two or three a week. Uh, that's quite a few cigars to rate, uh, but yeah, about two or three a week. 
Well, interesting. All right, so what fine cigar are you going to be talking to our listeners about today? Well, you know, uh, back in uh, around the end of the year in 2012, I bought one of the big uh, cases of 10 coffins of the Tatuaje Black Label, Old Man in the Sea. So if, if you don't know, these cases come with uh, 10 coffins, and in each coffin is a, uh, a, a Lancero of the Black Label, I believe, and also a, a Culebra. And so I got this box because it's great, because you can hand it out as Christmas presents, and, uh, and I was able to keep a few for myself as well. So this cigar that I'm going to be reviewing is one of the uh, Culebras. So just one of the cigars. Travis, and, I just want uh, to take a moment to explain to our listeners who may not know. The Culebra cigar basically is that braided cigar you may have seen from time to time that a few manufacturers make, where there are three cigars kind of braided and twisted into one piece and tied together at the ends. You know, right. Uncommonly, yeah, some people will attempt to smoke it as a whole, but you're supposed to untie them and smoke each cigar separately. Yeah, I, I, I could have seen myself when I first started smoking cigars. If I would have seen that, I would have tried to cut all three and smoke them at the same time. That would be a very bad idea. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've seen guys light up cigars with the cedar still on it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I remember hearing one story where there was there was these guys who would actually peel off the whole uh, cigar wrapper, the the outside of it, and uh, I, I, that can't be good. Uh, anyways, the, the, one of the things I really love about the Culebra is the whole mythos behind it about how uh, it started with the cigar rollers back in Cuba, and they would start making the Culebras so that they can bring home three cigars instead of the customary one cigar that they were allowed every day. Uh, but you know what? It, it, they're they're beautiful looking cigars. It's amazing that uh, you could have cigars that are rolled together, combined into like you were saying a uh, just like a, a twisted me- not mess, but a twisted mass of three cigars all tied together. And so when you actually untie them and you, you bring them out, it's just this kind of crooked, meandering kind of cigar, and. Uh, it's a black label. So one of the things that I was worried about first was whether or not this kind of a cigar would draw well. I mean, it's about seven and a half inches long with a 38 ring gauge. Uh, so I think some people already might have a problem with a thinner cigar, and especially one that is now just going around and around and around, sort of like in a, uh, a half a helix. And uh, personally, from all my experiences with Culebras, is that they draw wonderfully well. And this one was no different. Uh, if you are familiar with uh, uh, any of the normal uh, black label cigars, uh, you still get the same great flavor. You get a bunch of spice on the retrohale. Uh, there's a, a clay earthiness. I even got some pumpkin. As the flavors start to uh, uh, progress, I get some uh, actually like graham cracker, some citrus notes as well, and uh, even a little bit of cashews near the end. Um, overall, it's a medium to full-body cigar. Great draw, great burn. Didn't have to touch it up once. I've probably smoked uh, uh, five or six of these now. And uh, how long was the really smoke great. for you? Uh, how long? Yeah, how long did it last? I'm curious. Uh, it lasted about an hour, hour and a half. Oh, that's that's a lot for that. It's not really a big cigar, so well done. No, it, 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 it's not. But I try to smoke them a little bit slower. Uh, especially when I'm trying to review them just so that I get all the great flavors from them and uh, don't uh, 
make it harsh. Well, what what uh, overall rating did you give the cigar? Uh, overall, ninety points. It was it was, it was a very good cigar. Solid. Uh, I, I I I think that the two years of aging that I was able to allow the cigar to have really helped it out a lot. It helped the flavors mesh, and uh, it, it performed really well. Well, nicely done. Well, if you want to find out more about Travis and his site, please give a vi- visit at theperfectdraw.com. Travis, thanks for joining us on Kiss My Ash Radio, buddy. Much appreciated. Thanks, thanks y'all. All right, up ahead, the show is going to start getting interesting now. We have the one and only, the corporation man himself, Eric Espinosa, right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Are you tired of all the new cigars coming out? If so, forget all the new flavors of the week and return to a consistent classic. Casa Magna. Ranked the number one cigar of the year by Cigar Aficionado in 2008, Casa Magna delivers the same rich, bold flavors year after year, and always at an affordable price. So the next time you walk into the humidor and feel overwhelmed by all the new brands you've never heard of, just grab a Casa Magna and rest assured you've made the right decision. Casa Magna. Taste delivered day after day, year after year. This is Iron Mike, Mike Ditcha, and I love Kiss My Ash Radio. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. It's that time of year again. Oktoberfest 2014, almost here. And to celebrate, Quesada Cigars is set to release their seasonal Oktoberfest cigar. Made entirely of rich, flavorful Dominican tobaccos, the Quesada Oktoberfest is the only cigar on the market blended specifically to pair with a delicious beer. So grab a cold one and a Quesada Oktoberfest while you can, because this exclusive cigar is available now. But for a limited time only, Quesada Oktoberfest. The perfect cigar to pair with beer. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. 
La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Now this one dedicated to the girl with the angel face and the devil heart. You know, so I'm off in check of the most new car players come feel the case. Step up my own, hear this. I know this little girl, her name is Maxine. Her beauty is like a bunch of roses. If I ever tell you about Maxine, you all that say I don't know what I know, but... Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe with the King, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I'm so glad we don't have a video feed anymore. Oh, I know. It's just, that's the way he is. In the studio today for our Meet Your Maker segment, which is one of my favorite parts of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. In studio, the man, the mountain, the myth, the one and only, the man who's never short on a story or a good joke, Eric Espinosa of Espinosa Cigars. Eric, welcome. Thank you for being on Kiss My Ash Radio this morning. Thanks for having me. You're looking uh, very orange today. Yes, I am. I'm assuming that's... And looking very fit also. Oh, he's fit. Very fit. What's so fit? You got the same gut you had a year ago. No, I've lost a little bit of this gut, eh? That's muscle. That's muscle. That's not a gut. That's that's what I used to say. I had 300 pounds of muscle in my gut. That's what it was. I've been working very hard. I've been lifting weights now for a day and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I feel a lot better. So those of you listening, Eric just took off his shirt for everybody in the shop. To show his impressive physique. And Lady M couldn't take her eyes off him. I couldn't. Well, she she likes, you know, she likes those freak shows at the carnival, so, you know. But, in fairness to Lady M, the vodka bottle was right behind me. Showing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she was looking at me or the vodka. So, Eric, Laranja, orange. Yes. You guys are dressed in orange, wearing sport in your Laranja he's shirt. Even, he's even got the aluminum in the orange. He's got a little orange lighter. Yeah. Matching orange Has orange now honestly become your new favorite color? Orange is the happiest color. I thought yellow oh, was. No, orange. Orange Frank is... Frank Sinatra wrote that. Oh. Look it up. Orange is the happiest color. So tell us about the Laranja cigar and the inspiration and the... Uh, well, cigar. we wanted to do something different. We, you know, at Espinosa Cigars, uh, we don't like to copy anyone. We like to do our own stuff, uh, have our own identity. And I, I, we're working on this uh, project. And um, I went to one of the uh, companies who grow tobacco, and uh, we were just searching for different types of tobacco. And they showed me this wrapper, and uh, they opened it up for me, and it really looked orange. It had, like, this orange look to it. And uh, it's something that a lot of people don't use in the industry. And um, we took some back to the factory. Uh, We worked on some blends, and they were just phenomenal. So the first thing that when I looked at that wrapper that came to me was, was color orange. So we didn't want to call a cigar orange, of course not, because people are going to think that it's got a 
you know, it's infused zest. or, yeah, with orange So we came up with the word laranja. You created the word? You came up with it? We came up with the word laranja. Oh, it never existed. I don't really know, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. So they asked me, what, what's the rapper? And I tell everybody it's the uh, Laurent. You know, for whatever reason... I thought Laurent was like Portuguese for orange. It means orange. So that means you didn't create the word. No. Well, you I, picked the word out. Well, I like to say we created Just it. Just trying to help yeah, you out here. I am, but we, I like to say we created it. Because there's not too many Portuguese living you, here. You, you, and you, you must be related to Ed Gore then. Al Gore. Al Gore? Yeah, he created the internet. He, yeah, but uh, we got votes and he didn't. <laughs> they counted all our votes. Listen, uh, so... I like the name, Larange. By the way, I have a hard time saying Larange. I say Larange for whatever reason. Well, I guess people are going to call it what you call it. So right. do you want people to say Larange? Larange. It's a lot easier. Because right now the word on the street is Laranja. And Laranja. it looks like it says Laran. Larange. Larange. Well, you don't pronounce the J in Spanish. So everybody on the street's calling it Laranja. Laranja. I like Laranja. to say Larange. Larange. Yes. That so, just seems so like. I like to be different. Gringo. Sometimes. It is. Listen, when we came out with the Mushelago, a lot of Mushelago. Well, that was a weird name. Yeah, it is. And okay, so, well, Laranja is not bad. I'm, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to keep calling it Laranja. Okay, you can. I don't like Larange. Sounds like a dessert. I'll have a little orange Larange a la creme. <laughs> it sounds nice, though. It, sounds, it comes off the tongue real nice. Who's making the hissing laugh? Was that you? What, are you leaking over there? It sounds like Beyonce's <laughs> sister's is salon. Larange. 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 So, <laughs> we came up with, well, the Portuguese name for orange is Larange, and uh, we like the way it sounds. So, we're curing it in cedar. We, we, I just have one question. Go ahead. Not to beat a dead horse. In Portuguese, do they say Larange or is it Laranja? I've never been there. Either. All right, if anybody out there is Portuguese, <laughs> someone get a hold of Kenny Mia. See if you can get a hold of Kenny Mia. John, see if you can get a hold of Kenny Mia. Ask him, is it pronounced Laranja or Larange? Because he's Portuguese. Seriously, look him up. See if you can give him a call. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to find. I'd like to do our due diligence and find out the facts for our listeners. So go Which ahead. I did not do my due diligence, by the way. So, <laughs> you were too busy working out. I was too busy working yes. out. Yes. Too busy yeah. working out. Right. Definitely. So we create we created this uh, the blend um, we, we tested it we we've smoked a lot and uh, it's a tough wrapper to work with because a lot of the binders don't work well with it uh, that's probably one of the reasons a lot of uh, you know our friends competition don't use it so uh, we worked on it f- for a long time and uh, I I think that it's phenomenal you know there was a lot of guys in the business that, that I'm not going to mention their names. That they even posted best cigar they tried at the show. Our great friend Steve Saka said it was one of the best, uh, which he said it on your show. Yes, one of the best that he tried at the show. You loved it. I did. You know, um, in my opinion, actually, I I think as long as you don't mess it up, this is your breakout moment. And why would I mess it up? People do it. They choke. No, I'm, I've seen you choke at poker. I've seen you choke at cards. Seen me choke. Oh, I've seen you choke. No. Yes, I mean, but, you know, I people mean. choke. But You want me on your team. You need me on your team. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I wouldn't want you on my team, okay. but I've seen you choke. I'm not a choker. But this is, in my opinion, your breakout cigar. You know, you need, in my opinion, and I'm going to be honest with you, you need more than just a cigar. It's got, first off, the cigar is stellar. It's got the right look. It's got the right feel. It's got the right packaging. I've never been a fan of your Espinosa packaging. Sorry. I mean, I think I told you from day one. Well, don't blame me. Call Anthony. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) it just didn't look right to me. This whole thing works. It's it's the whole package. 
It's the blend, the flavor, the cigar, the look, the design of the label. Stellar. I think I think it's your breakout moment. I think you, this is this could be the turnaround for Espinosa cigars. I'll be honest with you. Thank you. Cigars that good. And, Thank you. and the more and more it gets out there, the more and more people it hits on the street get get hold of it. It's only going to get better. Well, it, it's great. It's a great feeling now that you got all these uh, customers calling you, and uh, you know. How many new accounts have called you? A, a lot. And big guys. I mean, yeah. guys that I've tried to get in and, and uh, I wasn't able to, and now they're calling me. That's what me. I said. It's your breakout cigar. Yeah, but now I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to I'm going to feed the people who who got me sure. here, who's helped me sure. before I, uh, you know, that's that's the way sure. I believe. I believe How's production on this cigar? Is there a problem? <clears throat> I leave, mo- well, I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. Uh, so I leave Monday to to Dominican just to buy, a, you know, a heck of a lot more wrapper because everything else I have is just a wrapper that there's not since not too many people use it. There's not that much, you know, supply. Supply. So I'm going to Dominican. The companies that grow it, it's grown in Brazil, and uh, there's two companies that grow it, and they're based out of Dominican. So I leave Monday just to. You know, go buy a, a, a bunch of bales. Check it out. Look at it, and get the you know get the. The, the tobacco that you buy Monday. What's that? The tobacco that you purchase on Monday. Yeah. How long before that tobacco is actually on the street in a cigar? Somebody. Well, it all depends if it's cured or not. That, that Whether you buy it cured or not. Y- yes. But if you buy it cured, you're paying more for it. Of course. Right. But if you do, if you do the math, if you don't buy it cured, now you got to let it sit for a while. And that time and is that, money. And it's that lost time is money. money. Sure. Correct. So I'd rather pay a little more, you know, get it, make the cigars, let them sit for a couple months, because we're curing it in cedar uh, out in, uh, you know. After the roll. After we roll sure. it. Sure. We, we let it sit in cedar, and we also made the boxes, which are, are cedar. So nice. we also got that uh, uh, cedar taste. Like I said, all around packaging. Yeah. More with Eric Espinosa of Espinosa Cigars right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports best of the best honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today 
at all smoking locations. This is Eric Espinosa Jr., the only radio show that makes you read poems. Kiss my ash radio. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, Please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I woke up in a new Bugatti. 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 We hating on riches a bit. 100K, I spent that on my wrist. $100 spent that on you. You me your model, put that on my list. Or that he go in that foreign again. Killing the scene, bring the core in the end. Murder she wrote, swallow a choke. Hit her and go, I won't call her again. Woke up running in my own Crib as big as a college. Slip me your pounded in Welcome back. Honest Steve here. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm here with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister. And the lovely but quiet today, Lady M. Are we sure it's poison ivy still? Poison ivy. I have news for you. Poison ivy doesn't last that long. Well, that's why I'm going back to the. Yeah. Why don't you slide that chair over another five feet? Oh my god! If you saw my body, it's like all over my arms and legs, and oh, it's terrible. Sorry. That's what happens when you. (laughs) Your body's what? I'm a dirty, dirty girl. She is a dirty, dirty girl, rolling around in some filth. Probably caught some pestilence or something. Anyways. Um, listen, you're a TV guy, right? You like shows. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy fan? No. Oh, God. Season, final season started this week. You're not a SOA fan? I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. I still haven't finished The Sopranos yet. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty sad. Okay. (laughs) But Sons of Anarchy, John, Sons of Anarchy fan? Nobody? Sons of Anarchy? Sam Crow? Wow. Okay, I'll I'll move on. Great 90-minute season premiere, but oh well. Uh, that being said, let's go back to your cigar. So right now you have nothing in stock. Shelves are empty in the warehouse. Yes. And uh, product will be hopefully hitting the street soon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you plan on? Uh, I mean, in a limited cigar like this, you can't. There's nothing you can really do. Y'all, your your main goal at this point is just try to get enough out there for the people who are calling you. 
Right. It's again. It's it's a great feeling. Listen, uh, people want what they can't have. There's a lot of guys who have yet to try it, and it's got a big buzz going around in the country. I'm trying to get it out there little by little. I'm trying to feed everyone a right. little bit, you know. Um, and again, uh, the biggest uh, problem with that it's it's the rapper. So I'm, I, hopefully, I take care of that. Well, I can say it saves this point that you're not working on any other projects. No. Just no. trying to handle. We're, it. we're focusing on what we have. Good for you. Well, that being said, let's find out a little bit more about Eric Espinosa. What's new in the life other than your cigar of Eric Espinosa? And your workout. Yeah. Uh, and your workouts. We heard about we that already. We already talked about that. Well, I've uh, told myself, and, uh, you know, we get beat up a lot in this industry, the traveling. The traveling really uh, gets you beat up. So uh, I'm in this uh, working out uh, regimen. Every day I wake up at 6.45, I go work out. And then come lunchtime, I... Uh, Put it all I'm back taking, on. I'm taking boxing. I'm, uh, I'm oh. boxing a little bit. You, you know? what? I'm, I'm boxing a little bit. Yeah. I used to do a lot of martial arts back in the day. You're, so I'm trying to get fit again, you know, because you don't eat well when you're out on the road. Is it is it the fact that you're just getting old? Is that what happens? That's you're part of it. You're feeling your age and you say, I better get myself in shape so I can live a little longer? Yeah, but I discovered the great pills. They're called Aleves. <laughs> Yeah, it's a muscle relaxer. <laughs> I tell you, I can box for 10 rounds. Are you really days. boxing? Are you going to a gym? Yeah. You're sparring? Yeah. Okay, where is this gym? It's in Hylia Gardens. And when do you spar? Around 12 o'clock. I'm sending somebody to take footage of this. Go ahead. Okay. What's the deal? We're going to get footage of Eric Espinosa yeah. sparring. Okay. Yeah. Who are you sparring with? Like Bubba or like a 12-year-old kid off the street? No, I... Um I've become good friends with uh, with the mayor in Hialeah Gardens and uh, the chief of police. They have a mayor in Hialeah? Yeah. Wow. Great guy. We're a good friend. I thought that friend was just of, like a free zone or something. Oh, no, friend of the family. Hialeah, Florida. Hialeah Gardens, not Hialeah. Oh, Hialeah Gardens. Yes. Excuse me. It's upper scale. Up, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we spar a lot with the uh, uh, the chief of police, good friend of ours, uh, big Is that while he's in uniform or when he's out no, of when uniform? No, when he's out of uniform. Actually, I work out in this house every day. That's where we, we work out. He's got a nice gym in his garage, converted the garage into a gym. And, uh, and, and what does Mrs. Espinosa think about all this new health and fitness in your life? She loves it. I mean, um, a, lot more a lot more sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she getting it? Uh, well, she just had a, a minor operation, you know. And, what happened? Uh, she okay? Yeah, it's just the gallbladder. She moved the gallbladder. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you know she's fit. She loves... Uh, Working out, so uh, she's been down for like two months, and now she's getting back into. Well, if you're listening, Suleiman, we wish you well. We hope you uh, quick I recovery. Think she is. I figured she might yeah, be. So. Yeah. We wish you a quick recovery. We miss you, girl. So um, that being said, uh, what's one thing that nobody really knows about you? One thing that nobody really knows. Yeah. About me. That being that you really never shut up and kind of talk constantly. Really. This could be the hardest question you ever asked. Because I don't know if anybody really doesn't know anything about you but is there something that really nobody knows about you i don't know you know that i'm shy no so you know what he did take him he did take what was xanax he did take a xanax before the first time we had him on the air that's how nervous he was yeah i was pretty shy i was surprised actually and and now you can't get me off no one thing i can't handle embarrassment those are the moments when you choke no, I oh. don't choke. I can't handle embarrassment. That's one thing. That What's really the most embarrassing happen. thing that ever happened to you then? Besides all the times I'm hanging out with you, that you yell at everybody. <laughs> Besides <laughs> taking off your shirt in front of everybody here. No, what else? no I, I just walk away. I'll tell you what. Uh, even in a movie, 
that there's an embarrassing part of the movie, I turn my head. Come on. Yes, I do. I, I can't handle it for whatever reason. I, I turn my head. Okay, so what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you, really? Um, in the movie Ghost? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I can't think so. I don't handle it. I'm not around long enough to, 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 to handle it. He's out. Or not. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, uh, you'll think of it. I can't. I want to hear an embarrassing story before you leave today. Yeah. Uh, what's the one thing you can't live without? Wow. Italian food. And weights? No, Italian food. I, I love to eat. I miss Filomena's, don't you? Oh, I miss Filomena's. I, I call it once every two weeks. I used to have a, near, about t- five minutes, ten minutes from our Pompano location. was yeah. this 65-year-old woman who had this little corner dive. And she had a guy who looked like Vic, Vin Diesel who worked in the kitchen that looked like about was six by six feet square. Yeah. Seriously. I'm not kidding. But it was the, some of the best food I you ever had. You miss it also. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then one day we went We went there for a lot. We used to do this every Tuesday. Every we did this for, what, two years? Yeah. Three years, every Tuesday. And then uh, we went up one Tuesday, and it was closed. It, do you know gone. she is anywhere? We know where she is, but why? she's not the cook. Uh, I've told Eric, if you can find the cook, I'll, I'll pay him to come to my house just to teach my wife how to cook two dishes that she made there. I think you can find him at the Hard Rock. Uh, he was a big gambler, so maybe he's <laughs> at the Hard Rock, yeah. No, I, I talk to her like once a month, and I've been trying to... See if she can give me some of those recipes, but um, it's not working very good. Do you see yourself doing anything other than the cigar industry? Wow. At I know. I know. At you, fifty-three years old. I know you miss your career with UPS. No. I. You know, because he look, went from brown to orange. Yeah, I went from brown to orange. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. That wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I love baseball. I was never good enough to, to make it to the pros. I had a scholarship to play baseball. Well, because you think you're good at sports. No, I know I'm good. There you go. <laughs> Coming from the guy that likes to reference back to his football days. Listen, when well, you can beat in, in 1962. You're, you're 25 <laughs> years younger than me, okay? Saying. You're a soccer scholarship. You're an avid test. But when well, you can beat me at racquetball, come back and start talking. Yeah. That's All right? Because uh, it's 50-year-old. 500-pound man who can barely move, wipe the floor with you did. for the last three years. That is your sport. All right. No, that's not my sport. That's just a sport I play with you. Sorry. I, mean, I had to deal with that minor interruption. I wasn't listening because, again, I don't handle embarrassment. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, don't make me laugh. The sutures haven't closed all the way, man. Oh. So you you do like to be a baseball player? Yeah, I'm a big uh, baseball fan. Even though what position? Shortstop? No, I pitched and played pitch. first. Yeah, you're a pitcher. I used to pitch. Really? Yeah, yeah I used to pitch. I used to throw uh, about 93, 94. Seriously? No, I didn't, uh, think, <laughs> I didn't think so. I'd be in the big leagues if I didn't <laughs> no. Well, you might have choked. No. No, I didn't have that. No, I, I, I just, I'm very witty when I used to pitch. I would just, I, I you know, I threw a lot of strikes. Let uh, me tell you, were you better at pitching or better at calling out the batter and getting in his head? You, you, you say that probably playing around, but you're God honest truth. I used to do that. that I'm sure. I know you I, well I, enough. I, I, I used to do that, yeah. It was very witty, you know, and, and I didn't have, I couldn't throw that hard, so I'd, you know, I'd pitch him off, you know, <laughs> throw one, you know, tight. I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Um. The, what took you so long? Well, I'm playing high school, and they bring me into a relief pitcher. We got one of the best batters, 
uh, last name of the guy was North Miami Beach, Fisher. So I tell the catcher, catcher's still a good friend of mine, probably the only guy I still talk to in high school. So I tell him his name is Robert. I tell him, Robert, I'm going to hit this guy. He goes, all right, do your thing, hit him. So the first pitch I throw it, you know, I almost hit him. I missed it. Um, no big deal. I throw, try to hit him again. The umpire comes out, gives me a warning, ba ba ba, and the guy says, why don't you pitch to me, you sissy? He didn't say sissy, but so. Did he use a more I, colorful I, word? Yes, he did. Yes. So I get the catcher. He comes up, and I go, I'm going to pitch to this guy. He goes, all right, whatever you want to do. Well, the next pitch. I graduated in 1985. I still think the ball's still traveling. <laughs> I don't think it's landed yet. Bam! Boom, boom. I mean, he just... Get it out of there. That's good. It must have been 500 feet. <laughs> that guy's got to have the record. Uh-huh. Oh, listen, besides your wife, obviously, who's the most attractive woman in the world to you? Now? Oh. Yeah, it changes. Back in the day, believe this or not, back in the day, it, I mean, it, it used to be Mary back. Hart for me. Mary Hart did it for entertainment. Mary, tonight. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Mary Hart used to this do is it. a choke. This back is a choke moment for no, you. No, well, listen. Oh, listen. Mary Hart. All right, we're going to commercial. Entertainment tonight. I, I would say Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, she's up there. Listen, we got married. Uh, we got married. You went to our wedding. I told my wife, listen, I love you to death, but if Beyonce ever gives me an opportunity, I'm taking it. You know, for me, it's pre-anorexic and Angelina Jolie. No. Oh yeah, she's like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Come on. I'm just, I said pre-anorexic. Tomb Raider days. Yeah. The way she was in Tomb Raider, I don't think. It, I don't think it comes hotter than that. Today, I'm in love with uh, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson. She's awesome. She's awesome. She is awesome. I, I, I got the same deal with my wife, but it's like 15 girls. 15 <laughs> yeah, girls. it's about yeah. like 10 or 12 of them at least. Anyways, Eric, we're going to stick around more with Eric Espinosa right after this. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Drew Estate is running a promotion that they're calling the Drew Estate Summer of Acid. To enter, post a photo of you smoking an acid cigar with the hashtag Acid Cigars, and you'll be entered to win. Drew Estate will be giving away one box of either Cuba Cuba or Blondie every week, plus an acid silk hat and Drew Estate crystal ashtray. They'll pick winners every Friday through August 29th. Stock up on your acids, smoke up, and get entered. It's no secret, there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. This is George Rico and Pimping Ain't Easy, listening to Kiss My Ass Radio makes it easier.
In their Miami factory, Casa Fernandez makes the finest limited quantity cigars with Class 7 Cuban Master Rollers. Made in the USA in the Cuban tradition. The chocolate bar, the Casa Fernandez Reserva Maduro Corona Extra 5x46 was a big hit at the 2013 IPCPR. The Miami-made Reserva Maduro was blended by our world-renowned Arsenio Ramos, proudly made in the U.S. with the world's best rollers and Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaves of tobacco. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old-world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely. Adam, you're a little quiet today, too, man. You guys have had this great banter going back and forth, and I just haven't had a good point to bump in. You haven't had a good point in probably a couple weeks. I owe. Oh. Oh, oh well, you went out of town for a while. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to Charlotte. Family? No, I was to visit my buddy and his kids. I'm sorry, say that word again? I went to visit my buddy. You went to visit a friend? Yeah. Where are all these friends coming from? I think there's a lot about Adam that we don't know. Yeah, Probably. Do you have a completely different persona when you leave the shop? Probably. Yeah, Because no one here likes you. That's not true. You see him two hours a week, dude. Okay, well, that's my point. These guys work 40 hours a week with him. He answers my phone calls. He I like Adam. That's all it takes to be your friend? Yeah. Answer your phone call? Yeah. <laughs> Eric calls. He needs help. I get Did you do anything exciting in Charlotte? Uh, we, well, well, not what you consider exciting. What do you consider exciting? Well, I, we, we, I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> Charlotte has a wonderful Bruce beer scene. They're doing wonderful things and just building up the whole brew thing. What, what is a wonderful beer scene? I, I imagine there's beer everywhere. Well, no, no. There's beer everywhere, but there's not everywhere where people are making their own beer and coming up with new craft breweries. There's five very craft breweries in, here in South there's, Florida. There's, Did you find out what was a Tar Heel while you were in Charlotte? I still haven't figured that out. Oh, okay. No. no. That's two hours away. But um, no, there's only two that are in the state. Well, that are here locally. We mean two. Which two? Well, there's the one across the street. Yeah. And then there's the one in Delray. What about the one in Tequesta? Well, that's not really... What about the Buddha Brewery? That's, that's in, in Miami. That's in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That's still in the state. The no, one... no, no. I'm, t- I'm talking in the county. Oh, the county. You said yeah. state. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking like in Charlotte. Yeah. There are 
four of them on this side, and if you go the other side of the town, there's another four. So Cuesta oh. Brewery has like other people's brews. But they, they, they have other people's brews, but they don't make the stuff themselves. They don't actually have the brewery. All of their stuff that's not served in the restaurant is brewed elsewhere and then bottled and then put out for distribution. Got it. So that's why I really don't consider them to be a true craft brewery. You're not a beer drinker, are you, Eric? Yes, I am. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite beer? Fat Tire. Oh, we have some. Would you like a glass of Fat Tire? Not just yet, but I will. We have Fat Tire. I love Fat Tire. You know, we weren't able to get it here back in the day. It just started like maybe three months ago. You couldn't get it east of the Mississippi. Uh, It was... Fall of last year. Fall of last year. You're close. Three months ago. It was fall of last year. November, November, December. Okay. Uh, Well, whatever. Whatever. uh, Is that an embarrassing moment? What is it? New Brunswick? New New Belgium. New Belgium. Belgium. It is the fifth uh, largest producer of craft beer in the country. That's why we call him the Brewmeister. Brewmeister. Yes. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions before we go on to our next guest. If you could punch one person in the face. Who would that be and why? Wow. If you're just joining us, we have Eric Espinosa from Espinosa Cigars on Kiss My Ash Radio. And I just posed him a very interesting question. Wow. I'll get in trouble if I say this. Yeah, this is Kiss My Ash Radio, buddy. Speak up. No. Uh, I'll tell you off don't, the air. Don't be ballless. Done, huh? Say it. Right now, it'll be Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. For him to feel Do you feel that like. he should have been banned, or this is? Should he be banned? Yeah. Well, he he he, he shouldn't hit a woman. Right. Uh, to begin with, but here's you mean, you my idea. She, you don't think she may have had it coming? Hold on. <laughs> Let me get to that. Try to set him up on that one. I no, I, no. You shouldn't hit anyone. Period. Whether it's a woman or not. But here's the biggest issue. How about if it's a real big muscular dikey woman? A man no. should not be hit, you, and a woman should not be hit. You shouldn't hit anyone. I just want to see where the line goes. You shouldn't hit anyone. So if it's a woman who's bigger than you and built better than you, and she gets in your face, you shouldn't hit her? I wouldn't be around <laughs> a woman that's bigger than me and I'm, built better than me. I'm curious. Do you still feel I the same? I wouldn't put myself in that position. No, no, I don't think you should hit anyone. That's my Anyone. That's, right the right, that's the right answer. Yeah, I don't answer. think you should hit anyone. That's the right answer. Here's the thing, though. There's other ways. If I was a woman... If I was a woman, I would be a little sexist if you said you shouldn't hit a woman. Why not? He, you know, if I was tougher than you and stronger than you, I'd, I'd take you down. He's, no? he's very My lucky. My producer's giving me the big wave. No. He's very lucky that she didn't die. Because if you look at the video, she hit herself real hard in the temple when she went down on, on the railing there. So, But the biggest issue that I have now, everyone, all the attention is going towards um, – Roger Goodell. Listen, Roger Goodell, then whether he covered, he didn't cover it. The focus here should be uh, Ray Rice. There's another guy from Dallas Cowboys that killed his uh, teammate. You know, now see if Ray Rice knew drunk. Ray Donovan, he wouldn't be in this problem. Uh, co- correct. You know, and 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 they they allow the guy back in the league. You know, right. now this guy, yes, what's worse? I mean, he killed somebody. Now I'm not telling you that hitting a woman. Did he, he kill a woman? No, he, he killed, killed his teammate. teammate. No, he's oh, okay. Saying, uh, you know. But I think he's very, very lucky. Ray Rice is very lucky that nothing happened to her, you know. And uh, for her to go back and marry the guy, well, that's on her, you know. That's that is their, on her. That's on her. That's their personal life. If she allowed that, well, shame on her. That, well, now that he doesn't have a career, she's probably going to leave him. Well, he's going to have a career. They're going to allow him back in. Listen, it's a business, and he's still got. Uh, he still can run the ball, and and, and so, some team's going to pick him up. I mean, didn't doesn't the moron know that he was in a hotel full of 
cameras in every nook, cranny, and corner. You know, I'm not saying that should justify it, but I mean, I mean, come on. Now, what I would do is, if I was the NFL, I'll set up a program to deal with women that are PMS. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> now we're really going somewhere. No. Okay. Is it time for a break yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, speaking of that, when you start saying that, I will venture to say I will gamble that that is probably prevalent amongst NFL players being abusive to their wives. I bet you, I bet you it's more prevalent than anybody would believe. You, 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 you got to remember, half of these guys are filled with drugs. I don't care what you tell me. They're pumping themselves up testosterone and this and that. So I bet you there's a lot of women in the NFL that, you know, aren't so lucky to be in a casino hotel elevator you know, where there's a bunch of cameras. No, I just feel that no one should touch anyone. That's just my personal. So politically correct. Well done. I was looking for a more controversial uh, answer. Way I'll, to avoid t- I'll, it. I'll, I'll give you a list of about 100 off the air. Out <laughs> <laughs> of those 100, you, can't, you won't mention one? Can't do it. All right. Final question. If you were an animal, if you came back to Earth as an animal, which animal would it be? Oh, that's easy. A lion. Really? Yeah, the king of the jungle. You know, why? Who wouldn't want to be a dog? A dog? What? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? A dog gets treated like a human being. Okay, if you... you lion, you're sitting, the, you're sitting out in the heat. You're not picking you your owner, once a day. You're not picking your owner. What if you get a really crappy owner that treats you like... Crap. Listen, they treat you like you're Ray just Rice. assuming that you're going to get an awesome owner. That doesn't happen. I'll take the, I'll take the gamble. Your, your whole life. I'll take the gamble. Listen, you're sitting I, out in the middle of the heat, no. eating once a day, maybe can, once a week even, can, you know. I can choose my meal. I'll just yeah. tell my Dog can lick his I'll own, tell, you know. <laughs> no, I can't say that. No. I'll tell my bride, go get me a meal. <laughs> uh, I, I can take a leak wherever I want. I can do number two wherever I want. I can do whatever I want. I know why this he wants to be madness. I know why. You know why he wants to be a lion? Because the... the the, the, the leader of the pack doesn't have to do anything. Correct. He sits there. He's the only one that gets to mate with all the females. There you go. He's the first one that gets the food when it comes around. I'm the gigolo. But I'd still rather be a dog. A nothing dog? Like, nothing like man's best friend. Okay, well, what kind of dog? If I had to come back, I'd be a Labrador or a Golden. That's a sign of weakness, eh? Yeah, Sorry, okay. <laughs> Top two dog breeds. Lion. Yeah, because he wants yeah. his owner Let to me know how that raw is when, when a couple them. Cambodians are spearing you in the middle of the... <laughs> Forest. Let me know how that roar works. It's a jungle. Whatever. All right. Time for our next guest. We have David Keene, writer from the Washington Times. David, welcome. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, David. I read your piece that you wrote interesting, which, you know, really hit home regarding uh, Mm -hmm. Washington, the laws regarding the FDA and cigars and I'll just take th- that you are a cigar smoker and an avid uh, connoisseur. And I drink fat tire. <laughs> hey, fat tire. my man. <laughs> if I Was- can't find a good bourbon. <laughs> Washington, another great place with a fantastic beer scene, by the way. Yeah, huge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We just did that catalog with that guy out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big beer. Well, out beer here scene. we need the beer just to put up with people. Uh, <laughs> well done. So... David, you know, outside your one spoken speech, tell us a little bit about your, yourself as a writer. Oh, well, I'm the opinion editor of the Washington Times, which is the conservative newspaper in Washington. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, 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 president of the National Rifle Association and chairman of the American Conservative Union. I've been writing a column for years. 
and uh, and now I write at the Times. So I was, uh, and I've been smoking cigars and pipes and drinking bourbon and beer for years as well. So I'm still here. None of, none of those things have uh, have uh, knocked me out of the game. But I get uh, I wrote the column because when you get out of Washington, if you're here, you're dealing with these people all the time. Uh, you're and you're if you're in my trade, you're writing about the outrages of regulators and politicians and what they're trying to do to the American people, and then you try to escape. And so I go out uh, fishing in Montana or or elsewhere during, particularly during the uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, and when you do that, you want to sit down, you want to sit at the, at the end of the day, you sit around a fire, you smoke a cigar, you drink a glass of bourbon. And, and then you realize that there is really no escape from these people, uh, because they want to run your lives, we're, run our lives wherever we are and whatever we're doing. And I get the impression that what upsets them sometimes, uh, for example, with cigar smoking is not the fact that the cigar smoking is injurious to your health because, of course, the studies are all on other things and most people don't smoke enough cigars uh, to really do any damage. What really upsets them That's the uh, is that it's obviously pleasurable and that upsets them on two levels. One, they think that if people see other people having fun, they might want to have fun and they might want to enjoy themselves. And secondly, a lot of these folks just don't like to see other people having fun. They like them to see. They like to see other people doing things that they think other people ought to be doing, and uh, and and that's really at the heart of the at the heart of what goes on. I've always said that the that the world is divided into two kinds of people: people that want to enjoy themselves, make a living, take care of their kids, uh, be left alone uh, to to make their own decisions, and then the other group is people that want to tell the first group. What would be good for them? What would be good for their kids? How they ought to make a living? What they ought to do and what they shouldn't do? And that's been true throughout history. And these people are now all gathered in Washington, uh, using whatever leverage they can to tell the rest of us how we ought to live our lives. And I don't like that. I like this guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really sad. It's amazing. I never even understand the mind state of people like that and politicians like that. I, you know, I've had the unfortunate liberty of walking around Capitol Hill. And talking to some of these people and the ignorance and just the closed-mindedness that's there, not even to listen or to understand. They just don't Well, they care. think they know everything, oh. you know, and they think they know what's good for you and what's good for me. And I don't really care if they know or think they know what's good for me. I just don't want them to tell me that I have to do what they want me to do. These people, in my opinion, really aren't Americans. In fact... If this country is right, they should just revoke their citizenship, their citizenships, because they've forgotten why people left Europe to come here. It says that people a, well, tell them what true. to do that's and how to exactly live. Exactly right. And they've forgotten yeah. that. You know, I mean, they've forgotten what's built this country. You know, it just, it just, it's ultraly frustrating. And the problem is, you know, in my tenure, small tenure I've been on this planet, I see that group of people getting bigger and bigger and bigger. CVS, a drugstore. Yeah. It just banned tobacco products. Mm-hmm. You can go get drugs, right. yeah. but you can't get tobacco right. products. <laughs> yeah, you, and it's easy to find a doctor that will tell you you can have more drugs than any human being ought to have. Then yeah. you can go over to CVS and get them. But you can't, uh, you can't buy pipe tobacco. Uh, or you uh, can't get a cigar there. You can't buy cigarettes. And pretty soon and you know, this whole, this, this whole regular, and that's exactly right. Now, uh, we want to we want to ban 
cigarettes. We want to ban e-cigarettes. I don't. I smoke neither cigarettes nor any of these things. And that isn't even a cigarette. Want to bar, ban cigars and pipes? Want to ban them outside as well as inside? Uh, and uh, and yet we want to legalize marijuana. And now study after study is coming out that shows that that, that harms you too. Now I don't mind, frankly, personally, if somebody wants to smoke marijuana and and lose a couple points of their IQ. That's their business. Uh, I agree. But uh, but why should the government say it's okay to do this? In fact, they want to promote and they want to make sure people don't put roadblocks in the way of marijuana sales. But at the same time, they don't want you, uh, ideally, to be able to buy a cigar. and They want to put as many roadblocks in front of that as they want. It's because their personal tastes are different from ours, and they think that they ought to have the right and the power to dictate the personal tastes of everybody around them. That's what it's all about. Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with David Keene from the Washington Times. David, you mentioned you were president of the NRA. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Now, I, the cigar industry tried to uh, use NRA a few years back basically as a model and created an <laughs> organization called the CRA. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Cigar Rights of America. As a president right. of one of the most powerful you know, conservative organizations probably in the world, are, are there tips or things that are, I don't know if you've been looking at the CRA that, that you feel that we could, as an industry maybe be getting better at to help protect our rights? Well, the, the reason that the uh, National Rifle Association has the influence that it has uh, is, is because, one, it's nonpartisan. Secondly, uh, it's because the, the issue that uh, the NRA deals with, the Second Amendment issue, which is really about freedom, but it's in the DNA of the American people. Uh, and this is what they find when, when the anti-gun people uh, make a big effort. Uh, I noticed a liberal blog uh, this last year said, asking, why is it that whenever we get one of these tragedies and then we, after the emotion passes and the thing is debated, more people support the Second Amendment rights than did beforehand? And it's because once the issue comes out, that sort of down-deep understanding of what these things are all about uh, surfaces, uh, and it becomes very difficult for the Michael Bloombergs of the world to just buy their way uh, their way into controlling things. The other thing is that the people, in, and this is unique in many ways uh, to the Second Amendment issue, uh, but, but it's something that other people have on other issues need to be concerned about, is that people who believe strongly in the Second Amendment will stand up and vote and make contributions and make phone calls and get their neighbors to vote, regardless of party. Uh, they'll support uh, a Democrat if he's the pro-Second Amendment candidate or Republican if he or she is, uh, and they'll move back and forth because they think that their issue is important. It's a voting issue. Uh, and the, and so the question is, can you get enough people on on uh, cigar rights, for example, to say, you know, I'll vote for this guy because he supports me on this, even if he opposes me on other things. That's yeah. what's unique about Second Amendment voters, and that's a tough one for a lot of things because most advocacy groups, you know, you'll take a poll and they'll say, oh, well, the majority of people agree with us. Uh, and then they find out that that may be true, but they don't vote on that issue. And they're not that uh, strongly instilled uh, to deal with it. Yeah, they've got all kinds of priorities, and it's a question of your priorities. So so uh, you find out that you'll take a poll and, and X number of people support whatever it is, but they vote about something else. Yeah, if you look uh, at the Second responses... Amendment voters will vote on the Second Amendment. 
Yeah, if you look at the responses they had to the FDA proposal, they just closed. I mean, there was, what, 80,000 responses? Right, at the end of August, yeah. Yeah, 80,000. I mean, there's more smokers, cigar smokers in one state than that. I mean, it's just crazy. So you're, I, I guess that's right. So listen, in your heartfelt opinion, uh, do you think that the premium cigar industry has got a shot at this, or do you think uh, it's inevitable? I think so. I mean, I think, first of all, that this whole idea of exempting, quote, premium, unquote, cigars based on their price is insane. I agree. You know, even, even if you agree, if, if in fact, if you follow the logic, if, in fact, cigars are, are bad for you, why are more expensive cigars better for you, <laughs> you know, or, or what? And it's really, as I said in my column, it's like, uh, it's like people who uh, don't like uh, people drinking wine uh, banning jug wines, but uh, saying it's okay to have really expensive uh, uh, French wines. Well, what that is, is that's discrimination based on economics. It's an attempt to control the lives of the poor. And here we've got a president and an administration who says they're really concerned about the fact that we don't have equality in treatment of people at different income levels, advancing a policy that is discriminatory, discriminatory against poorer Americans. And as you know, and as every one of your listeners know, you could buy a damn good cigar for less than 10 bucks. Absolutely. You can buy a great cigar for under $5 even. I mean, it's amazing. That's exactly right. I don't spend that kind of... And I tell you, when you're outside fishing and hunting, you don't have to buy an expensive cigar. You're absolutely right. And you don't want to, technically, so, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, uh, you know... I'll, if somebody hands me a $40 cigar, I'll smoke it, but I don't go on to a store and buy one. You know? well, David Keene from the Washington Times, thank you so much, sir. Your comments and your insights are duly appreciated, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on the show again and update as we see how these, this progresses with the FDA. Anytime. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. Up ahead, Recluse Trivia and a new segment, Tennis or Menace. Follow us on Twitter at Kiss My Ash Radio. Yes, it's mandatory. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited Production, unlimited enjoyment. Casa Fernandez has done it again. Following the breakout success of the JFR 770, Eduardo Fernandez has transformed the way you look at the everyday cigar. At four and a half inches and a 46 ring gauge, the JFR Junior has taken all the flavor of a Nicaraguan Puro at an incredible value and balanced it perfectly into an enjoyable everyday Corona. Made exclusively at the Casa Fernandez Nicaraguan Esteli factory, the JFR Junior will be sure to please the palate of even the most staunch aficionado. Don't wait. 
Make sure to pick up the Casa Fernandez JFR Jr. at your local tobacconist today. This is Edgar Hoyle, Edgar Hoyle Cigars and One Shot, One Kill. Make sure you check out my new movie, Tattoo Nation, TattooNation.com. So you better listen to Kiss My Ash Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today at all smoking locations. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the week. I am your host, Austin, with my gang, Adam Key, the Brewmeister, the lovely lady. I'm going to have to wake you up, girl. I'm going to have to poke you every few minutes. Come on. No. Get with it. You're here. You're alive. I'm really sick. You know, I'll scratch you. Where were you itching? No, you're mean to me. He's yelling Listen, at me. As soon as he like starts yelling it's nobody's at me about fault, something. It's nobody's fault but you. Yo, I'm yeah. Yeah. Because after my surgery, and Adam, you could vouch for this. Have you experienced a nicer, milder, gentler Abe? Uh, well, I yeah. got phone calls to you. I didn't yell. I didn't scream. Mm. I was Answer that question right. All she's been doing me all week, well, I've been nice to you. Oh, you're so nice. Oh, why are you being so nice? Oh, you're so nice. I said, oh, really? You want bus? Okay, you know what? You're not going to get nice. You're going to get old Abe. So, and now she's complaining. I told you that. Did I not warn you? No, I'm happy. I said, you're going to get old, nasty Abe. Yep. And now that's what you get. You're a teddy. Ain't that right, my buddy Adam? Yes. Yeah, he was calling Adam his buddy on the phone. Oh, he's my buddy. Who are you? Hey, Yeah. Not normal. What, did they take your heart away when they did <laughs> uh, No, they know. put it back. <laughs> you know, when you have a life-threatening surgery, it reevaluates you. You reevaluate priorities a little bit. The that's important all. people yeah. in your life, huh? Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, Abe. Uh, that'll probably last another two days. <laughs> <laughs> they probably come back to work, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. Okay, uh, recluse trivia. 
What? You think this is a game? No, I think Jenga's a game. Trivia fiends and pop culture junkies unite. It's Recluse Recluse Trivia. All right, folks. The five folks at Recluse Cigars like to give away to our loyal listeners a nice five-pack of cigars every week based on a trivia question. And what is the trivia question for our listeners today, Lady M? Who manufactures Recluse Cigars? Ah, so who's the man who actually makes the cigars Correct. for Recluse? All right, if you know who manufactures or where the cigars are manufactured for Recluse Cigars, give us a call at 877-960-9960, and we will get you a five-pack of Recluse Cigars. All right, now time for our new segment, Tennis or Something Else. Is it tennis? Every shot you hit, you you you, uh, uh, you make this disgusting noise. Or something else. Oh, yeah. Cheeky. Wow, what a terrible <laughs> intro. Why, did, why are you trying to be brave? That is just such a bad I intro, I didn't think John. that was a bad intro. I it liked it. It was terrible. Did you like that intro, Eric? No. The only guy I can count on to be honest at all times. Thank you. What's tennis? Okay, Eric, we're going to play a game, me and you. We're going to hear some sound effects. Okay. And we have to judge whether this is a tennis match or Something an audio else. clip from a porno. All right. Got it? Got now, it. Now, how many clips are there? Six. There's six clips. Okay. Go ahead, Colin. Run the first clip. Uh, Porn. Uh, That's it. Oh, that was it? Porn. Uh, Porn. I'm going to say tennis. All right. I'll keep track. Do, do we have, do, I don't have the answers. Oh, so you're just going to tell us you didn't have the answers here? I don't see it on my I sheet. know. I know what it is. Okay, so that was porn. The first one? Okay, first one was Eric porn. Got so it you right. All right, Colin, I have clip. a little bit more experience than you, Eric. <laughs> clip to number two. <laughs> porn. <laughs> I got to say porn on that one. You're both right. That is porn. Okay. Clip number three. That's, I that's guess that's on clay, tennis. On that's clay. Tennis. like a tennis car crash. That's tennis. You're both right. That is tennis. Hey, he also said the third one was the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Uh, uh. Tennis. I guess say tennis, too. Wrong. It was porn. Oh, I could have caught up. Oh, who, was, who was inside that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what number clip are we on now? Five. Uh, five. Five. Number five. <laughs> What? Eric? I would say porn. I'm going to say tennis. Eric's right. Wow, you really got the porn down. I got to hand it to you. All right, final one. Uh, uh. Porn. Tennis. Eric's right. Five to two. You are the porn king. I am. Nicely done. I hope my wife's not listening. I also heard him say the third one was tennis. No, 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 you didn't no. catch on to that. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Well done. All right. Time to see what's in the box. Oh, we're going to go to break, actually. We're going to do what's in the box right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. 
the Oliva family of cigars. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by smoking today and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. Here's a troubling fact. Your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is under siege by some form of smoking ban in every state in the Union. And federal S-chip legislation has increased taxes on cigars by over 52%. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is your voice across all levels of government, federal, state, and local in this great nation. Let your voice be heard. Join CRA for $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. This is Ariel from La Serena Cigars, and Adam, you can kiss my ash. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage-aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. This is Kiss My Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe. 
Hosted by Gang, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. So it does seem to be like a solo show today. Um, <laughs> I don't think a lot of good entry points because David Keene was had a lot of good points and I got your your aim by yourself. No, you're the only one. It's, it's the Eric and Abe show today. Yes, the Eric and Abe show. That Eric sounds good. That's got a nice ring to it. Absolutely. In, in, in the studio, Eric Espinosa from Espinosa Cigars pimping his new brand, La Range, as he says it, or as, a, as we say, La Ranja, but as it's supposed to be properly pronounced, La Ranja. So there you have all the uh, variations of the new brand. Um, big congratulations to Dar- Damon from Miramar. He, oh, he's actually on the phone. I can't congratulate him yet. <laughs> Damon's calling for the Recluse Trivia. Damon, welcome, Damien, welcome. You're on Kiss My Edge Radio. Hi. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Damien, uh, the question was, who manufactures Recluse Cigars? Tabaqueria Legendas Cubana. Oh, I here's a native Latino. Said very well. Thank you. Hey, you live in Miramar. Yes, I do. Do you go to La Carreta all the time? I go to La Carreta all the time. I live right across the street. So do I. I live in Miramar also. Oh, do you? I live yes. in Country Club Ranches. You didn't notice when all the property values went down? <laughs> and Eric moved in? No. Anyways, no, thank you very much, Damien. Congratulations. Uh, we're going to get you a five-pack of the new Laranja cigars. Hopefully next week you'll have some cigars. Those are recluse. And, and about three more. I already, oh, already smoked no, one. You get the, you get the recluse. One, very good. I'm still on the Viking Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Keep listening. Uh, keep listening, Damien. Thank you. Bye-bye. I almost wanted to call him Damien. I am a little off-kilter today. All right. That being said, it's time to find out what's in the box. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. All right, this is going to be short and sweet. Let's start off with Alec Bradley Diamond. One of Alec Bradley's cigar company's earliest successes was Trilogy. You remember those? Yeah, that's before my time. Triangle-shaped cigar. You were ripping ripping the brand at the time. In fact, you sold me the Trilogy I bought. Yes, I did. Wow. Yes, a triangular-shaped cigar that helped solidify the company's reputation as an innovator. This fall, the company will once again show its creativity with the release of the Nika Puro Diamond Rough Cut. A limited edition cigar that has been molded into a shape of a diamond. It will be six and a quarter inches long by 54 ring gauge and retail for $7.75. And come in boxes are 16, of which only 3,000 boxes are being produced. I have to wonder if they just like screwed up a box press. You know, they're box pressing cigars and they slanted a little thing. Oh, hey, look at this. We got a diamond. All right, well, you go. I don't know. No, no comment. I'm lost for words. I don't know. Andrew Brennan leaves La Polina. The latest employment change following the IPCR trade show happened at La Polina. Good friend of Kiss My Ass Radio and Smoke In, Andrew Brennan. And direct- Lady M. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another that's story. That's why we put the story we're on gonna get. We're going to get to the story before the show is okay. over. Uh, the latest, <laughs> Andrew Brennan, director of sales of La Polina, will depart the company at the end of next month. It is believed that his two-year contract with the company was set to expire in October, and no extension agreement was reached. And finally... Another great family cigar-built business will go down the drain. Tarano cigars have been sold to General Cigars. Let's take a moment of silence, please. The Tarano family cigar is now part of General Cigar Company. Sources close to the situation indicated that the deal closed Thursday and that the brands will move to Richmond, Virginia, where General is based. Eliminated. <laughs> it's not expected that any of the Tarano staff will be bought into the fold. Well, Charlie, 
to you and your father, who are great people. Congratulations. I hope you're laughing all the way to the bank, to the brand is now officially dead. All right, that being said, uh-huh. yeah, we like to say it the way it is. We have a special guest, full of special guests today on Kiss My Ass Radio. We have Patrick Hess, writer with the Huffington Post. Patrick, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ass Radio. How are you? We're doing very well, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Great, great. Just got to ask off the cuff, Patrick, you happen to be a cigar smoker? Uh, used to, but not, not recently. Oh, well, that's all right. We'll take that as an answer. I actually read your article myself. I found it very interesting um, regarding uh, the music industry and this, the this recipe for success, as you said it. Is that what it is? That's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so give us a little description about what you think is going on in this industry and this recipe for success. Well, it's a, it's a totally different landscape now than it was even five years ago in the music business. I mean, there's a... I think with the, the advent of the Internet and the, the piracy and downloading, it's, it's really changed how uh, artists and record labels have to think about making money in the business. So what we're, what we're finding now is a $9 billion industry has now reduced down to less than $2 billion and is still declining rapidly. And a lot of the, uh, the major players that were out there are, are starting to go upside down because of the, the piracy issue. So... What used to be a simple formula, you know, five, ten years ago, you know, create a record, put it out, make money off the sales to be able to support the business model, that, that's pretty much disappearing. So I think a lot of emerging artists nowadays are trying to figure out how do I, how do I take this passion that I have with music and, uh, you know, make a career out of it, or even the ones who've been in it for a while are realizing they're going to have to get a second job or go back to, the, to a day job as opposed to what they were able to do before. You know, Patrick, it's interesting you wrote this article because I had a discussion with somebody a couple of years ago and I came out with a theory that there's never been a worse time or a better time to try and be a musician. Now, the whole idea with this is for a small, you know, startup company or a small band, you know, there's no more, there's greater opportunities now for them to actually get their music out there, be it social media, um, different things like that. And yet it's still not a great time because people aren't going to massive concerts, people aren't buying CDs as they were. So would you agree that that's a fair statement? Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. It, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's both extremes. I think the problem is you, you, with shows like reality shows like American Idol for the last 13 years, America's Got Talent, The Voice, yep. X Factor, all of these shows have sensationalized the life of an artist or a, a, you know, a musical person. So what you have is you have a surplus of people coming out of their uh, coming out of the woodwork thinking they're going to be going and making a living at, at doing this even if they get their you know 15 minutes of fame and i think what that does is it creates an imbalance in the market for a lot of artists versus uh the the opportunity to to, to make money doing it so you, you don't see a lot of people going to concerts because there's such a flood of of people out there that don't really have a brand so it's every time you turn around you're you know, such and such tours coming to town, you look at the lineup and you're like, I don't even have a clue who these people are. And then what, what, what makes it even worse is the radio consolidation in the last 10 years where a lot of radio stations are having consolidated programming directors where it's just more of repeater stations as opposed to independent, you know, DJs. Getting exposure on radio as an artist is next, next to impossible. So it, it just it compounds the, uh, the issue to where... It's keeping keeping a lot of the emerging artist names from the, the main lips of the public, but at the same time, 
Um, social media creates a lot of confusion because now you have YouTube that you can, can promote your, your music on. But, again, it's a needle in a haystack or a needle in a stack of needles. It's interesting you actually brought up the radio part because that was an interesting part of the article you had with radio was always a very big feeder of people would get the album. And, of course, in the 80s it was very popular for the payola scandals that went on. And you don't really have that now because all it really is uh, for radio is someone decides what's going to play and then they continue to play that constantly again, again, and again. Right. I think the I think the a lot of misnomers that, that um, you know emerging artists. And again, I focus a lot of my writing toward the guy that's trying to make it into the industry. But a lot of the misnomers are is that you, is if you get a song on radio, it's somehow going to open up the doors to you know the pot of gold. But getting a song on national radio on tier one stations, it's a it's a fact and it's actually a, a, a kind of a reference we use when we talk to labels. Just to promote one song is at minimum to the release singles between a quarter million and three hundred thousand dollars in radio plugging to get a song on the radio. So if you're talking to an emerging artist, it's it's a joke. You're never going to get mainstream radio. You might find pockets of regional or uh, local radio stations because they like your the local touring or something that might might spin you a few times. But getting on a reporting station so that it reports the sound scan, all the things that have to happen in order for you to be considered a legitimate artist is just next to impossible to, to see happening. Now, payola, the way it used to be done, is not, not existing anymore, but right. um, there are still schemes and ways that people get on radio that probably a lot of people just turn their head and don't, don't talk about. So, And yeah, unfortunately, it, it exists in every industry in, in the planet, but it's a lot cleaner than it used to be from that standpoint. You talked about piracy, uh, Patrick, a little bit, and I'm just curious, I mean, you feel the piracy has been offset with a little bit with all the new mediums. And I'll give you an example. I remember as a kid, if I wanted a song or have my own version, I would sit with a tape deck and listen to the radio. And when I heard the song, I like I require. I could spend a whole Saturday afternoon making tapes of my songs like that. I would have done that before I went out and bought a CD. I mean, I didn't really buy a lot of CDs in my time. But nowadays, man, I hear a song on the radio. I Shazam it. I go to iTunes. I download it in three seconds for the three bucks. I mean. I'm spending more on music today in my life than I ever did in my life, actually, if I think about it. Has the iTunes medium and all that stuff, is that compensated at all for the piracy and stuff like that? Actually, it's, it's, it's created more of a, a technology savvy among younger consumers to figure out ways to get the downloads without having to use iTunes. I mean, I think uh, rep- representing you know, in part of my article on, or writing on the blog, my son is, a, is an emerging artist. He's a teen pop artist that's been touring. But it, it came as a shock to me one time a couple years ago when a Middle Eastern, uh, I think he was from India, emailed and said, I was able to download your music, but I would like the original MP3 because it sounds better than what I downloaded. Wow. And, and I, I asked just naively, I said, how in the world did you do it? And he said, I have a plug-in in my, my email or in my regular web browser that whenever I'm on a YouTube channel, I just hit a button and it records the audio from the YouTube video and wow. it creates the MP3 instantly. So I started doing my own research and started realizing that even the, the popular browsers like Firefox and Chrome and, and, and Explore and, and things like that, a lot of them have built-on plugins that allow you to pirate audio or video from online without a, without a question. So I think that the savviness of the younger generation is what's creating the piracy issue in the vacuum in the market. 
you have you have you know the older people that respect and understand if I download it, I need to pay for it. It's it's not stealing, but we just did a survey a month ago among uh, uh, 100% of the teens that responded. 44% of them download illegally. That's just part of the regular routine. They don't bother buying buying the product. So That's I think lot. the issue is not so much in in your and my generation, which did the take deck growing up. It's more of the, the younger generation that's learned how to be very savvy with technology. Well, listen, on a, on a final note, Patrick, you know, you just happen to be lucky enough to be on the air with two aspiring artists who feel they are great singers. <laughs> uh, Lady M here, who's... Uh, you know, I am quite the singer. She, would you like to give him a little sampling? Come on, give Patrick a little sampling. I don't sampling. want anybody to download this. No, no, don't worry me. about it. I'll, I'll, cover the, I'll cover the licensing fees if anybody actually pays for it. Give him a little not, sample no, of I'm your voice. Singer. Come on. I'm not singing. I know Eric will. Come on, can you do a little My Way, Frank Sinatra? You both are expi- karaoke kings and aspiring singers. And now the end is near. See? Look at that talent. For <laughs> people like go. them, what, what's the best advice you can give to new don't, aspiring talent? Don't sing. <laughs> Well, I, I think what we always tell people is that uh, YouTube is the best platform to at least start getting a fan base. doesn't necessarily YouTube. mean it's going to make you money, but it is a place to be able to get your, yourself known without having to invest a lot in traveling and touring. So that's what we always try to tell people to, to start out. I think that's what they, they discovered the lead singer for Journey, wasn't it? The Filipino guy? <laughs> that's yeah, where that's they found Justin Bieber, too. Yeah, yeah. Listen, there's there's definitely, look, look at Mac They should have never found Look him. at Macklemore and Lewis. You know, no label. I mean, there's definitely, for people out there, more of an opportunity and a way to expose yourself than there's ever been before. That's without a doubt. I but can't wait for the like, show to Like end. Patrick said, it's also flooding the market. So, Patrick, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hope you have a great weekend, sir. Thank you. All right, don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to close off Kiss My Ash Radio right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, 
and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. This is Sam LaCia with LaCia Tobacco. Smoke two joints in the morning. Smoke LaCia at night. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio! Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Eduardo Fernandez is at the front of one of the largest tobacco growing operations in Nicaragua, producing strong flavors from the valleys of Jalapa, Condega, and Esteli. Casa Fernandez uses Aganorsa's highest quality Nicaraguan leaf in all its factories. The Fernandez family are growers and blenders by nature. Light up our box-pressed Aganorsa leaf cigars, available in our very own Corojo Jalapa wrapper and in San Andreas Maduro. The Aganorsa leaf Maduro, one of the best cigars of 2013, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado. The Illustri, a 5x48, is now available in stores. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar at your nearest tobacconist today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks, to the final segment and closing of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Fantasy Fumari Season 3 is officially closed. For all those who have registered for Season 3, uh, we're gonna have a Lady M will be getting a hold of you this week. Yes. To try to schedule the draft for this Thursday. Yes. So if you're listening, mark down this Thursday on your calendar. If you're not, we will get in touch with you. And we will start Season 3 of Fantasy Fumare. Um... Well, you know, let's see this week. Who belongs in an insane asylum? Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This story brought to you courtesy of CLE Cigars and Asylum Cigars. Let's take a look and see who belongs in this same asylum. Palm Beach County, Florida. Surprise. Always. Surprise. 
So many whack jobs here in Florida. It's amazing. So many. All right. On Thursday, Douglas Westcott, 55, was taken into custody ew, on possession of child pornography. While searching Westcott's home, police discovered another disturbing issue. Wow. About 75 frozen cats in multiple freezers. What do you freeze a cat for? Many of the deceased felines were packaged in plastic and aluminum wrap with their names, dates of birth, and death, and messages like, rest in peace, written on the packages. Westcott is still in jail being held without bond. Yeah, Douglas Westcott, you really you belong in any asylum, cigar asylum, or anything. They, uh, had, they don't know why. He just he kept I mean, with these his cats that died. He, or? Would, he was like the cat collector. Like they when they went to the house, they said that there was still I mean, like did, thirty. Did he have cats a deal with the local Chinese restaurant? What's up? Oh Ooh. goodness! I hope you did not eat in Lantana. Thank you, there. Colin. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> All right, well, on that disturbing note, big congratulations to Chris from Montana. There are actually people who live in the state of Montana. Good to know. Chris, you are a Zycar winner today. Congratulations. You have won a great package from the fine folks over at Zycar. Yes, and if you're... Why don't you just say it? Oh. Is this embarrassing? Are you shy? Anyways, if you're anywhere near Port St. Lucie today at 5 o'clock, Eric Espinosa, if you didn't get a chance to come to this... Casi Monte Cristo Lounge and meet him today. He will be in Port St. Lucie doing a La Ranja Espinosa event uh, with the guys over at PSL and the uh, regulars. And then if it goes from 5 to 9, so, uh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, whatever. And it's the mayor's birthday. It's the mayor's birthday, so it should be a pretty cool time. Yeah. All right. Next week, we got, I'm very excited. We have special guest, Greg Raymer, the Fossil Man. 2001 WSOP champion. I met him. Yep. He was actually in town a couple weeks ago. Was he? On the WSOP tour, yeah. So uh, Greg Raymer will be in here. You should call in for some poker tips. Maybe he should call me. <laughs> avid poker. Eric Espinosa, avid poker player, actually won the Smoke In Series of Poker. And also Skip Martin, president of Roma Tobacco. As always, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show. In my closing statement, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, what do you tell them, Eric? Tell them to kiss my ass. Be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, and God sort them out. Take my big cigar. My cigar.